Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your co-host, Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to continue uh, talking about our career series, as well as talking about like a little career refresh. Mm, Absolutely. So if you've been listening and following our series, we've been talking to you about how to make sure you nail that resume, nail the cover letter, the do's and don'ts of the interview. And now we want to talk about something that's sort of a a current phenomenon, which is people looking, searching, deciding to seek new careers. And there are so many layers to this topic, don't you think? Where, you know, there's so many reasons why people want to change careers. Right now we are facing, you know, the great resignation if you've been keeping up with the news, which is a whole other beast on its own. Um, But wouldn't you agree that this is one of those things that we come across quite a bit, you know, people who have, you know, left the workforce or are just tired of their, you know, long-term careers and are ready for something new? Absolutely, Yutende. And this is something that I feel like I have seen working with students. I get a lot of students that are coming in with their bachelor's degrees and they just want something quick. They say, I want to change things up, right? But now I feel like I'm starting to see that like a little more more often than I did. And I feel like with this whole COVID piece, right, you had some mm-hmm. time to reflect and maybe sometimes you had that that like, I don't really want to do this anymore. I want to do something different, but I don't want to go back for like two to three or seven years, get that mm-hmm. PhD, or if I don't want to go get that master's, but what's something quick that I can do? Or maybe we don't have that bachelor's degree, but we're working at a job and we want to just do a quick certificate or something to get us into that workforce, right? And so I think this is a... This is something that we're going to see more and more in the next couple of years. And the CC is the place to do it, right? Absolutely. I mean, so, you know, as we were getting ready for today, as we were getting ready for the discussion, I said one of the things that I wanted to share with our audience is what this, you know, the term, the great resignation, what, why people are referring to this, what this movement actually is. And, you know, COVID has obviously given us all a chance to really reflect on what's important. And I think more and more people are realizing that their time is the ultimate value, right? And so if you've heard, if you've been listening to the news, then you've definitely heard the great resignation. You've heard of it. And basically what it means is that during this period of time, during 2021, we have seen a massive shift of employees moving around the job market. And what the statistics are showing is that it's not just that they're leaving their job, right, from one job to a new job within the same field. They're completely leaving their field, right? So that means if they were an educator or a teacher, they're going to something completely new and, you know, maybe art or something like that. Or if they were in healthcare, they're going into education. So it's, not just people quitting their jobs. That's not what we're referring to here. It's people completely leaving their industries. So a couple of things I just want to share. Um, The Atlantic has uh, an article where they shared that about 40% of the global workforce, so not just here in the U.S., but around the world, people are considering leaving their employer this year. And what a lot of people are seeking is that work-life balance right so work-life balance so that's their the balance of their time that they're putting into work versus how much they're able to spend with their family how much time they're able to take vacation all of those things that's more and more becoming um, a factor for people 
Absolutely. And that's something for me as just an educator that's always been super important to me. Like, I always feel like money was never a big value for me. Like, if I made a lot, that would be amazing. But I feel like for me, my goal has always been about like having time with my family. And, you know, and I feel like being in education, like I'm allowed to definitely do things still. I feel like I'm still getting, um, you know, the salary needed to to be okay, though it's a little different. It just depends on where you are, right? Being in the Bay Area, I do feel very privileged and fortunate. And and also just, but now I know it's really difficult because I came in around 10 years ago, right? And I feel like things were a little more manageable. But unfortunately, in the last 10 years, things like prices have skyrocketed everything, right? So, but the reason I'm saying this is because I chose education clearly because I wanted to have that work-life balance. And although sometimes I feel like we don't get it, right? Because you're <laughs> you're working at night a lot, ah. um, right? Because I don't want to say that we necessarily work less because many times we work more. But getting... Um, having that ability to, 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 to grade at night, right. To do my grading early in the morning, um, having a little bit of flexibility has helped me spend a little more time with my kiddos. And that has something that I've always wanted to do because my parents always worked, my parents always worked. And, and that was really hard. I feel like when you want to spend time with them, but you know they're tired. They're, they're you know, and they're doing the best they can, right? So that was something that I reflected on and wanted to do. And then, of, and then, uh, my wife's a teacher also, so we focus really on having spending time with the kids, and we try not to work summer school or anything like that, so we can really try to raise good human beings. And and I think that is something that I've always valued about education. And so that's such a heavy topic all on its own, (laughs) (laughs) but that's such a good, good point. Um, as as, you know, what you're talking about, uh, you know, being able to spend time, raise good human beings. That's so important. That's also, and we talked about this in a previous episode when we talked about our own personal journeys. And that is such a, that was such a critical point for me as well. And part of what made that, you know, choice for me was that I was hearing it from someone who was in a career that you would think, oh, they make tons of money and, but they didn't have that work-life balance, you know? And then actually one of the articles that I read, um, that, that, you know, that I'm referring Mm -hmm. to as we're talking today, um, from the BBC, it says that workers are actually really being deliberate about making choices now about work-life balance. So, you know, when, you know, maybe 10 years ago, one of the huge factors would have been, you know, retirement options and, you know, 401k and that type of thing. Well, now the work-life balance is like the first thing people are thinking about. So it's just, you know, it's fitting. It's fitting of the time. And so one of the things that we just want to share with those of you listening are some good rule of thumb ideas, tips. If you're looking for a career shift, if you're looking for a full-on industry shift, here are some things you want to consider and here are some ideas what you might want to consider looking into. Here are some in-demand careers. One of the things that I get a lot <clears throat> is students coming and doing, uh, want to be like a realtor. And so why? It's quick. It's about 13 units typically. Um, 
it's about four courses and then they got to go take their exam and but it's something that gives them a little more flexibility they can do it when they want that they can do it as a kind of a side job you know but the other the flip side right is like i always tell them like when are you gonna be working right oh i might be working more in the evenings or i might be working more on the weekends right but these are things that they're willing to do and work on and and see like hey this is something i want to get myself into something quick something interesting because it matches with some of the skills that i already have if i'm in sales right if i'm working in sales well guess what being a realtor are very transferable skills you can bring those skills you can do it and you can definitely um i feel like be good at it right mm -hmm. and so and you know people are always looking for a house and you know i've also even seen like educators going into being a realtor because they're like you know what it's like you're helping somebody look for that first house. You're like really going with them through this journey and just kind of seeing their excitement and being excited about it. Like they're able to kind of really communicate with their with their clients and and they they really focus on the parts that they love. Mm -hmm. They make sure that the client is happy as well, but they're still using some of those pieces, right? That they're coming from education. So I feel like every job is kind of tied together somehow or some way. Just got to make sure to think about those transferable skills and find the parts that make you the most happy right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um I, I i i love that so realtor and i one of the things too that i hear from a lot of people who choose that option too is that you know you can work as much or as little as you want you can even still keep a full-time job in another industry and and be a realtor or a real estate agent or a broker and I mean, with the way real estate has just skyrocketed in the past couple of years, I think a lot of people are seeing it as, you know, I mean, realtor is just one of the options in real estate. You know, you can also yes. do an entrepreneur route with real estate in terms of, you know, fixing houses or, you know, so many options. Now, I always tell people whenever I get someone who's interested in, you know, shifting careers is what I always look for um, at my local community college is any program that I can do within a year, right? And gives me some sort of skilled labor, right? So that would be, you know, medical assisting, um, physical therapy assistant, machining, right? Or this might be called machine tool technology. Um, you know, bookkeeping, um, you know, it's anything that gives you a skill that you're able to sell <laughs> I think is a great option. Now, if you are in that entrepreneurial track and you are really looking, which is very common now, you know, it's the it's the buzzword now. Everybody's an entrepreneur. You know, if you're on that track, then you can even start out with an entrepreneurship class. A lot of community colleges have business degrees, business departments, right? Because business is one of the top majors in the country. Um, find one that has an entrepreneurship class and take that simply because it'll help you lay out your business idea, show you how to create a business plan. And it kind of gives you sort of the legwork, right? Of right. being an mm -hmm. entrepreneur. So those are the things that I typically will tell people when I, when I get someone who comes in and wants to change careers. I agree. I think everything what you're saying is so important and critical and i think like one of the things that i get a lot is students who are working just like at the 
grocery store and they come in they're like you know what i've been working there for like four years i like to work on cars i saw your automotive degree and i'm thinking about it and they get into it because they love it they love working on the cars right so they're like, might as well get paid for it right so again is using some of the hobbies what are you doing in your spare time right what are you doing for fun let that be some of your guide that you can go ahead and start looking at programs that you may be interested just by thinking about what pieces are you doing when you don't feel like you're working right and hopefully looking at your local community college and remember every community college is if you're located somewhere um, where there's multiple community colleges each cc might have a different program so definitely look into those because each cc might have their own specialized program so not just because you look at one cc and you're like oh that's it i can't do it they don't offer it no no look at all the other community colleges around you especially because some of them offer it online as well so it might be further away but if it's online then you might have access to it Mm -hmm. and you know another great tip another great tip that kind of comes indirectly through your community your local community college and i think a lot of people overlook this a lot are apprenticeship programs Mm -hmm. see if you can find an apprenticeship program in your area right so apprenticeship could be in um sprinkler installation it could be in hvac right it could be um electrician different things and very often those programs will offer you credits through your community your local they partner with local community colleges which means as you're doing this apprenticeship program you might even get a degree in the process um So those are another way, if you're looking for a shift, especially if you really are in a situation where you want to make sure that you are able to find work when you do shift, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Those are great ways to ensure that you are desirable in the job market. Great point, Yutende. And and that's just going to kind of lead me into, into my one thing. And my one thing for today for listeners out there is if you're doing something every single day and you want to try something different and you're, I would say, check into the local community college. Just look at the academic programs. You don't have to set five hours to do this, right? Just 15 minutes. Just try it and see if there's something that pops out to you. Maybe it's not a whole program. Maybe it's just one single class, mm-hmm. right? And that's okay. Just start there. My main thing is just to get started. Yutende, what would be your one thing? Oh, my one thing would be um, sort of in support of what you're already saying is that many community colleges do a great job of giving a layout of what courses are required on their websites. So start with really taking the time to read what's already available on their website. Come with informed questions when you talk to someone at the at the college, right? And remember, one of the awesome things about certificates is that they do not require any general education. They are get your education and go type of certificates. So (laughs) we want you, you know, take advantage of those um, because the, the whole point of them is to be able to get you back out into the workforce as quickly as possible. Great point, Jitende. All right, listeners. So we hope this was helpful. Please remember to rate, subscribe and follow us. We would really appreciate it. Yatende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question you want to 
make a comment. You can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC A N D S E N S I B I L I T Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.